So we um, actually, um, we looked at the history of Donington. We looked at the um, uh, archaeological um, uh, developments in Donington over many, many years and developed from the uh, archaeology department in the university, discovered that there were very um, connections originally between all along the riverbank um, from uh, the Folly Bridge right through to Ifley and then right round into Cowley and Donington and um, Rose Hill. And the communities that had grown up from, from those periods were little tiny villages and pockets of people that lived in very relatively poor situations. But then coming forward into the when the development of um, the estate began um, from the 1918 through to 19 um, through to the 1950s, more houses were built from Donington Bridge along the opposite sides of Donington Lane, and also from Ifley Road towards the river. And the, there was still a very small lane that led from um, the Ifley Road through. And you, the major part of getting over the bridge area into Grand Ponton on the Abingdon roadside was um, a rowing boat and a small footbridge eventually that was built to actually take people across the river from one side to the other. But traffic and doctors, particularly in the Donington area, um, in Donington um, Health Centre, if they needed to get from one side, the Abingdon Road side of the city over to Donington area, they had to go right round the other way and come in from Ifri Road side. But once the bridge was built in 1963 with Lord Hailsham, who was then Conservative Minister um, and, uh, and opened the bridge together with Labour councillors um, at the time. And they, they um, when Donington Bridge Road was opened, it caused great consternation. Half the, half the population welcomed it because it gave a, a more easy access to Abingdon Road and off onto that side of the city. And half of them rejected it because of the volume of traffic, which split this, the, the uh, actual estate into two halves. So I live on one side of the, um, the, um, at the far edge of the um, Donington area. Of course, other people, quite a number of people live on the opposite side. So it did cause quite a lot of disruption to community life. And then they, um, then in the 1980s, 90s, and into the early 2000s, there was a different approach and really wanting to bring the community together in lots of different ways. And it was suggested that actually um, the DTRA had um, a, a group that actually serve the needs of older people in Donington and the surrounding area because there's a lot of social isolation and a lot of difficulty for people in actually um, becoming part of a community because they had no real sense of where their hub was, where they could meet centrally. 
um, and Donington Community Centre was on the main part of Donington and where I live was on a, a more restricted area where we had to cross the Donington Bridge Road, which was a major obstacle with traffic um, in order to socialise with, with our neighbours and friends the other side of the road of the estate. And the the we had a, a pocket of money which Oxford City Council gave to the DTRA uh, to develop um, a connection with um, the areas in Townsend Square on, on the Donington estate and develop something for older people. And it originally started with just a once a month reminiscence group for older members of the community who had lived there all most of their lives and um, who wanted to meet up and had had um, a small group of uh, ladies mostly that met for tea and chat on one afternoon a, a month but those ladies passed away and there was nothing for the intermediate age group um, and I'd been working in Oxford and I'm working as a nurse in various places and actually um, nursed in Oxford. So I, I felt I would like to take part in that project. So I, um, help, with the help of other members of the DTRA, we set up a small monthly meeting, which then one of the members developed um, heart problems and she was advised by her cardiac nurse to actually um, do some exercise. And she asked me whether we could set up an exercise group. So I contacted Age UK and they had generation games which provided exercise for older people. And so for some years we had um, a member of that um, Age uh, UK um, generation games to lead us in for an hour of exercise and we attacked on the tea and chat and we developed that. Then the next stage was Age UK offered us um, an opportunity to be involved with a, um, with a project which was linked to the National Lottery and that was to set up um, a, a programme of uh, learning for older people over over 50 who um, needed or would like to learn digital skills and become more digitally connected because of the need really through doctor surgeries, through social reasons, through isolation of families to become more connected in a digital world. So that funding was given for three years. And in those three years, we worked very hard, particularly with, um, with Ahmed Rayman, who was the then community officer for IT studies. And it started off in um, Northway Estate and Anne and various other members of the, the group, the original group will remember uh, links with uh, the Northway estate with the community centre there with people like Vera and, and Agnes and um, Anne and various other members who have longer term knowledge of the, the setup. And through um, Ahmed's 
um, guidance and support because he did digital and he did audio and he did some filmmaking and he was very skilled with community work. And because of his skills with bringing different people together in from different cultures and actually providing opportunities to do different projects through Age UK, like we did um, a circles of support for older people who had very little support um, in the terms of uh, their medical and um, social life, where we drew together different aspects of um, different professionals to help us to draw those people in. And that concept of holistic care, holistic management of community and involvement has stayed with me all these years. 